Have you ever thought about doing your own podcast? If you have, the best answer for doing one is Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, posting, and distributing your podcast. Anchor is available to download for your Apple or Android devices, or you can go to anchor.fm. Best of all, it's 100% free and so easy to use. So what are you waiting for? If you want to start your own podcast, download the Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R. Anchor, the best way to make your podcast. is the Mofobo Network Podcast, bringing you the most up-to-date news in the wide world of sports. Now, here's your host, Neil Villapiano. What is going on, guys? It is your host, Neil Villapiano, and welcome to another edition of the Mofobo Network Podcast. As always, thank you guys so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule to take a listen to this episode. And if you saw the episode last week, episode number 44, we talked about when we recapped the Stanley Cup Finals, but we also previewed and predict the wild card series for the Major League Baseball playoffs. And I told you guys that we were going to go through each round and give my previews and predictions for those series. And now we are on to the divisional round of these playoffs. We're down to the final eight teams left in the postseason. So there's a lot to discuss here. So without further ado, let's kick some Mofobo. So we kick things off starting in the American League. And the first series that we have is between two pretty much hated rivals, especially over the last couple of years, and this year in particular, as in the American League Division Series, we have the Tampa Bay Rays versus the New York Yankees. So the Tampa Bay Rays came into the postseason with the best record in baseball with 40 wins, and they were really on a mission right from the start to prove that they had they deserved to you know, be in the position that they are in now reaching the division series. And they faced off against the Toronto Blue Jays in the wild card series, and that was an easy two-game sweep. The main reason the Rays won that series against Toronto was, was primarily because of Blake Snell and Tyler Glass now pitching very, very well. It also doesn't hurt that Hunter Renfro had a big go-ahead grand slam in game number two that pretty much, pretty much put the Jays uh, out of reach of of coming back in that game and coming back in that series. So Tampa Bay won that pretty easily. As for the Yankees, you know, this was really tough because I had my doubts with the Yankees watching them throughout most of the year. They were coming through a lot of the time when it came to timely hitting, and I was concerned about that going into the postseason. Well, the Yankees shut me up and probably shut up a lot of not just Yankee fans, but certainly just baseball fans in general. And because of consistent, timely hitting, the Yankees were able to dominate game number one and then a back-and-forth crazy almost 20-run inning game in game two that that resulted also in two different rain delays early on in the game 
the Yankees were able to win that series against Cleveland two games to none to advance to the American League Division Series. So these teams will be facing off against each other at Petco Park in San Diego, California, the home of the San Diego Padres, who are also still in the postseason. But this is kind of something I've mentioned numerous times before. Petco Park and Dodgers Stadium are the hosts for both American League Division Series. So the Yankees are raised in Petco Park in San Diego. And this is going to be really interesting because the Yankees and Rays definitely have, you know, some hatred towards each other. It's been brewing for the last couple of years. This year, things got out of hand when Chapman nearly took the head off of one of the Rays players and it resulted in, in pretty much a little bit of a uh, bench-clearing type of situation at the end of one of their games. I think it was back on September 1st. But nonetheless, the Yankees and Rays knew that there was a good chance that they would have to face off against each other in the postseason at some point, and they get to do just that here in the division series. And the biggest difference between these two teams is simply this. The Rays have been known much more to come through with those timely hits. The Yankees, other than these past two games against Cleveland, have not been able to do so. But if the Yankees can continue to have the success that they had offensively with those timely hits like they did against Cleveland, the Yankees should have very little trouble against this Tampa Bay team because there aren't that many guys that really, really scare you per se. You don't have, you know, these intimidating players like some of the Yankees uh, have. But nonetheless, they can beat you playing small ball, just playing fundamentally good baseball. And if the Yankees are focusing on just hitting home run after home run, it might not necessarily work out in that factor. So looking at this series, it really could, it's all just going to really depend on that one aspect of it. Because I think both teams pitching is going to be very solid. I don't expect anybody to get blown out in any of these games. But I, and so I expect it to be a, a pretty close game every single time these two teams step on the field. But with that being said, I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Rays to win this series in five. And primarily because the Yankees need to continue to show that consistency when coming through in those key moments. They have to do that in order for me to really believe that this Yankee team has the, the, the right chemistry and the right things going for them in order to win a world championship. So I'm going to go with the Rays. I think that they have a little bit of a mental edge. I think that they're going to – they're not going to change their game. They're going to go out and play exactly the way that they're capable of playing. It's all about, for me, again, if the Yankees can come through when they need to. But in the end, I think that the Rays are just going to find a way to come through with a couple more key hits in some of these games. And as a result – they're going to move on to the American League Championship Series for the first time since 2008 when they actually went all the way to the World Series in that year. So now we go over to the other division series in the American League, and that is between the defending American League champion Houston Astros against the Oakland Athletics. And looking at it from the Houston Astros' perspective, you know, I, for one, did not pick them to get past Minnesota for a multitude of different reasons. One of them is obviously because of the whole the cheating scandal and everything. I just didn't want to see them continue to play. You know, we, I think I can speak for a lot of baseball fans that we just wanted them to be punished in some way, shape, or form that was vindicative. And unfortunately, we don't get it, at least in, in the wild card series. But the Astros not only won, in my opinion, that series, but they just, they just flat out were, you know, the better team from start to finish in that quick series. And the offense of the Twins, which I talked about before, was going to be a key. It went cold at the worst possible time. I will say, though, the Twins 
kind of – they didn't really limp into the playoffs. They just weren't coming in on uh, much of a high note. They weren't playing consistently good baseball, and the Astros were. And I think that was also a big difference there. Here's a really sad and almost incredibly impressive fact and statistic that the Twins have now set. With this last series loss to the Houston Astros, the Twins have now lost 18 consecutive postseason games, which is the longest losing streak of any North American professional sports team. So that really is a incredibly embarrassing situation to be because I think a lot of us thought that, well, the Twins, at least for now, don't have to worry about playing the Yankees because for the last couple of years, the Twins were getting knocked out in the first round because they have to keep matching up with the Yankees. And I thought that Minnesota, with its young pitching staff and also the consistent hitting that they've been getting all year, that I thought they just had a little bit more of an edge over Houston. But this Astros team proved once again why they are one of or considered to be one of the best, better teams in the game today and why, you know, they won a world championship and they've been to the ALCS the last three years and been to the World Series two of the last three years. You know, they do have some talented players, whether they're cheating or not. But nonetheless, the Astros were able to have plenty of success and got off and moved on to the Division Series. And one thing that also should be mentioned was that Astros all-star shortstop Carlos Correa said after winning game two in the press conference, he said, what do they have to say now? And he was referring to all the haters, including myself, saying, what do they have to say now? Well, Carlos Correa, all I can say to you right now is we will see you in the American League Division Series with the rest of your Houston Astro teammates. And then going over to the other uh, Division Series, uh, excuse me, wildcard series in the American League, the last one, the Oakland A's versus Chicago White Sox. You know, the White Sox were able to win it and win pretty easily in game number one. And you kind of felt like, okay, well, maybe the A's just don't have enough oomph. But because of the fact that the A's were able to get a chance to rely on their bullpen, which I had mentioned before was one of the best, if not the best pit, uh, bullpen in baseball, they were able to win some close games in games two and three and actually come back to an extent as well and were able to come back in the series together force a decisive game three, win it at home, and move on. So the A's are matching up against the Astros. And, you know, when I look at this, I say to myself, as a fan and as somebody who, you know, always, you know, looks at their emotions quite often, it's hard for me to want to pick the Astros to move on to the American League Championship Series. But I do think that that's what's going to end up happening. I, I'm going to have the Houston Astros winning in four I think that they are going to take advantage of the fact that they're playing in Dodger Stadium, which, you know, three years ago, they had a lot of success playing in Dodger Stadium uh, while winning a world championship. And, you know, I think also they just have that confidence and they're playing with a chip on their shoulder to prove to everybody that they can win despite, you know, all the craziness that happened with their cheating scandal and all that. Also, they have a veteran manager in Dusty Baker, and that's, I think it makes it harder for, baseball purists because a lot of people want to see Dusty Baker win a championship as a manager. Maybe, uh, obviously not with this team, but still it, it's something that would be nice to see. But, and I think that the Astros, even though their pitching is not tremendous and look, Justin Verlander's not there, you know, Garrett Cole's no longer on the Astros. They don't have dominant pitching. They can still go four or five innings of giving up one or two runs. And the A's are not a team that's going to blow you out the door. 
So if the Astros can get a lead early in these games, they're going to have very little issue. But if they get into a low-scoring game where the A's are into the sixth, seventh inning and they have to go to their bullpen, I got to give a little bit of an edge to the Oakland A's. But I am going to go with the Astros to win that series in four. So I have the Tampa Bay Rays and the Houston Astros advancing to the American League Championship Series. So now let's shift over to the National League Wild Card Series and recap them and who was able to advance to the National League Division Series. So in the first series that we're going to talk about, we have the Dodgers versus the Milwaukee Brewers. And I, I told, I said this before, I'll say it again. I knew this series wasn't going to be that long. I knew it was going to probably be an easy two-game sweep for the Dodgers, and it was. And primarily because, look, the Brewers were not necessarily lucky to be in the postseason, but they certainly looked like a team that was just, was certainly lucky to be there. And they kind of limped into the playoffs. They're not fully healthy. They were they missed several of their key pitchers. And, you know, it just – you knew that the Brewers were not going to be able to hold on for very long in that series. and. The Dodgers, who usually have a pretty solid offense, they didn't have to blow the doors off the Brewers to get by them. They just won by hitting when it mattered most and just getting solid pitching from their starters. And that's what they got. And as a result, they got a two-game series sweep of the Brewers to advance to the NLDS. And their opponent is another team from California, and that is the San Diego Padres. Now, the Padres had a much more interesting series. They actually lost game one, and all three games were at Petco Park. The Padres were the home team, and they had the advantage. The Padres lost game one, and I think a lot of people were wondering, well, did they really just make all these moves to get knocked out in the first round? That's what I was thinking, like everyone else. And it was frustrating because I did have – the Padres winning this series. And they were actually down pretty late in game number two. So you you really had to start wondering, like, was this going to be one of the one of the many other times where the Padres had a lot of high hopes and pretty good expectations, and they just, you know, didn't even get close to, you know, getting pat, you know, living up to them. But the Padres fought back on a couple home runs from guys like Fernando Tatis, Manny Machado, Will Myers. They won that game. They And then they dominated game number three, winning, I think, five to nothing. And the Cardinals just kind of looked their age a little bit. We have to remember a lot of the core guys on the Cardinals are pretty up there in age. I think that era of card of really good Cardinal baseball is starting to come to an end. That This loss in the series might have been the beginning of it. But the Padres were able to advance to the next round to the division series of the MLB playoffs for the first time since 1998 when they actually went on to play the Yankees in the World Series before getting swept in four straight. So the Padres are already making great strides towards being a championship team, and they're going to have their hands full against the Dodgers team that, for a lot of people, they say, you know, this is the Dodgers World Series to lose. But going into the series, it's really going to come down to simply this. Whose hitting is going to be more consistent? Because both teams have very, very good pitching. The Padres upgraded a lot. They got it. Mike Clevinger, who I'm already hearing is going to be the starter in game one. He missed out on the entire wild card series. And now we'll get a chance to make his Padres postseason debut in game one. And could Clay, you know, is Clayton Kershaw for the Dodgers going to continue to show that consistency? He looked good in game number two against the Brewers. Can he continue that going into round number two. And with that said, I'm actually going to take the Dodgers to win this series. I think that they're going to end up winning it in about four games. I think the Padres will make it a series, be competitive, but I think the Dodgers are just more prepared 
and are just a better overall team right now you know, and closer to being a World Series contender than the Padres are. And so I'm going to go with the Dodgers to win this series in four games. And also one thing I forgot to mention as well is, you know, I mentioned the sites for the division series in the American League and the sites for the division series in the National League are Globefly Field, which is that new stadium for the Texas Rangers in Arlington, Texas, and Minute Maid Park, the home of the Houston Astros. Those are the two bubbles that these four National League teams will be playing in. And now we'll move on to the bottom half or the other National League division series. And the first one, and it's between the Miami Marlins and the Atlanta Braves. So we have a matchup in the American League East, and we have a matchup in the National League East. And the Miami Marlins, they're, you know, the thing is with them is that they just absolutely seem to kick Mofobo when it comes to getting into the postseason. You got to think about it this way. This is only the third time in their history that the Marlins have made the playoffs. The other two times, 1997, 2003. You know what happened those two years? They went all the way and won the World Series. The Marlins are 7-0 in postseason series, including this past one that they just won against the Cubs, and are 24-11 and all-time in postseason play. Very, very impressive. And you got to give Don Mattingly a lot of credit that this is a Marlins team that I don't think even people expected them to make the playoffs at all. And remember, this was a Marlins team that had a huge amount of COVID cases early on in the year. That was the first big outbreak. And the Marlins were able to get past that point, get everybody healthy, and play really good baseball down the stretch, winning that big series against the Yankees at Yankee Stadium, winning two out of three, making the playoffs. Then they go to Chicago, and they dominate the two games they faced off against the Cubs, a Cubs team that I think is now pretty much approached the end of their you know, consistent reign as being a competitive baseball team. I think now that could be the beginning of the end, just like the St. Louis Cardinals. But the Marlins moved on and are taking on their division foes and the National League East champion, Atlanta Braves, who kicked the living you-know-what out of the Cincinnati Reds. And here was the thing. The Cincinnati Reds played 22 innings in the two games in this series and did not score a single run. We were talking about how good their pitching staff is, particularly with Trevor Bauer and Sonny Gray. And then they got some really good pieces with the bat. Joey Votto still playing very well. Nick Castellanos, Mike Moustakis, guys like that. None of those hitters came, came through at all. And they didn't even get close sometimes. I mean, you went 13 innings and you still couldn't score a run. I mean, that's really unacceptable. And I know that probably more changes are going to obviously have to be made. The question is, will Trevor Bauer stay in Cincinnati? I don't know. But nonetheless, the Braves didn't have to do very much. They scored, I think, six or seven runs the entire series and were able to get past the Reds pretty easily considering the fact that they didn't even score a single run. So, you know, that, that was the thing that I think people weren't expecting. They, they thought that if the Reds were going to struggle, it was going to be because their pitching was not going to be on point. But it ended up being that they're hitting, just like the Minnesota Twins, went absolutely cold. So, unfortunately, they left with, by the way, the Reds had a 16-1 to 1 odds to get to the World Series, uh, excuse me, to win the pennant. And so, I mean, they had a lot of people saying, hey, this could be that opportunity for them. And they just let it go out the door by not even putting up a single run. So, the Braves versus the Marlins in the National League Division Series. That series will be at Minute Maid Park, while the Dodgers versus Padres will be at Globe Life Field. So going at this, the question is, who do I have? You know what? 
I'm going to go with the Marlins. And the reason I'm going to go with the Marlins is simply this. In their entire history of existence, they have shown every single time that once they get in the postseason, they're unstoppable. They, they really are. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it is that way. But the Marlins seem to always have success. And the Braves, they have some really good talent. You know, Albies, Acuna, Freddie Freeman. They have really, they have really, really good talent. But they haven't, over the last couple of years, been able to get through. This is the third year in a row that they've won the National League East. And they haven't even gotten to the NLCS. They need to take that next step. And going up against the Marlins team, which on paper you'd say the Braves are far and away better, they got to come through. They got to win. But I think that the Marlins are going to end up winning this series in five. I think this will be the most entertaining back and forth series we'll have in the post in this round of the postseason. But I do have the Marlins winning that one. So give me the Dodgers and the Marlins to meet up in the National League Championship Series. And in total, give me the Rays, the Astros, the Dodgers, and Marlins all advancing to the Championship Series and reaching the Final Four. What's up, guys? It's your host, Neil Villapiano. Thank you so much for checking out this edition of the Mofobo Network podcast. I appreciate all the love and support that you guys give me. If you want to check out more of this podcast, you can like and subscribe to it on both Anchor and Spotify. Just search Mofobo, M-O-F-O-B-O Network, and you will find this podcast. We post new episodes every single Tuesday and Thursday. So if you want to get your sports fix in, make sure you like and subscribe to the Mofobo Network podcast. If you want to listen to me talk more about what's going on in the world of sports, you can like and subscribe to the Mofobo Network YouTube channel. That's right, Mofobo Network presents where just like here on the podcast, we have a topic to discuss that's going on in the world right now, and we discuss it. And sometimes it's about somebody who just passed away. We talk about their life and legacy. Sometimes it's a preview of, of something big that's going on. You know, it, whatever the case may be and whatever sport it is, we are going to be talking about it. We post new videos on that YouTube channel every single Wednesday. So Mofobo, M-O-F-O-B-O Network presents, and you can find it. Like and subscribe to that as well. And I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And if you want to stay up to date with both the podcast episodes as well as the new YouTube videos, please subscribe to the Mofobo Network Facebook page. So go on Facebook, type in M-O-F-O-B-O Network, and you can subscribe to it. And there I will post when the new podcast episodes are out and when the new YouTube videos are out. So between Tuesday and Thursday of every single week, you get sports content and just tremendous up-to-the-date news from yours truly. So please go subscribe to all of those and support me on there. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Make sure you also subscribe to the Devils State of Mind podcast, which is the New Jersey Devils hockey-based podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. I am the host of that podcast. And on that one, we discuss all things going on with the New Jersey Devils all things hockey, and so much more. We have great guests to come on, great topics to discuss, and everything that you need. So if you need your up-to-the-date news with your New Jersey Devils, check out the Devil's State of Mind podcast because we got you covered. We post new episodes of the podcast every single Monday on anywhere you listen to podcasts. So whether it's SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, all you got to do is search Hockey Podcast Network or Devil's State of Mind and you will find it. 
We have social medias for the podcast. We have a Twitter at Devil's State. We have an Instagram at Devil's State of Mind. And just like MoFobo, we have the Devil's State of Mind podcast Facebook page. On all those, you can stay up to date with the new episodes, like I mentioned before, that we post every single Monday. And there's also a link within all three of those social medias where you can go to the main website of the Devil's State of Mind podcast, where if you bookmark it, you can stay right there with all the new episodes that we post. So please go subscribe to that as well and check it out. It's a lot of fun. And if you want to learn more about the game of hockey and learn more about a team like the New Jersey Devils or even just any of the other team-based podcasts that we have on the Hockey Podcast Network, go check those all out. Hockey Podcast Network or Devil's State of Mind, trust me, you will enjoy it. And last but certainly not least, Go check out my book right now on Amazon and also Barnes and Noble, J-E-T-S, Pain, Pain, Pain. It's about the pain and suffering of being a Jets fan for the Jets fan. That's right. Do you want to learn about all the painful games, painful memories, painful player decisions, and everything else about the New York Jets? Please go check out that book. I promise you, you'll love it. You'll either laugh, cry, you know, get in a lot of pain, or just a little bit of everything please go check that book out. It's available for hardcover and ebook for the price of $19.69. So if you're a Jets fan or a football fan, you probably guessed why I chose that price. So if you're a Jets fan, a football fan, if you know someone who's one of those, or if you just want to support me, please go check out my book again on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, J-E-T-S, Pain, Pain, Pain. My name is Neil Villapiano. Thank you once again for checking out this edition of the Mofobo Network Podcast, and we will see you in the next episode. And as I always say at the end of every single episode, whether it's here on the podcast or on the YouTube channel, Mofobo Network Presents, no matter what's going on in the world, no matter what hardships you might be dealing with right now in your life, just remember every day when you wake up in the morning to think positively, have a smile on your face, and kick some mofobo. So thank you to everyone who listened today and God bless.